welcome back yet again to the Stoji Lads podcast. Uh, this is uh, the first time in a very long time for us uh, doing this like uh, Zoom face to face, just me and Ruben style recording. Uh, feels good to be back though again, finally. Yeah, definitely, definitely. It's been a while, like you said, and um, yeah, just happy to be able to sit here across from the screen again though but uh <laughs> nonetheless seeing your face and talking about cigars so it's awesome to be back hell yeah uh the last episode which when this is released would have been two weeks ago was obviously the uh the jose blanco episode which for us was massive it was so cool to to do and uh the response was incredible from you guys just wanted to thank you i mean it was uh, quickly like the most viewed and listened to podcast um so that was just you know that was very good uh, not only for the numbers for us but like it's it's nice for it to be validated when you have such a big guest you really want it to perform mm-hmm. well for you know when you get such a big deal podcast it's just nice to see it not be like kind of forgotten so that's awesome yeah yeah that was uh definitely huge for us and it's like you said it was really fun to see that recognition for something that also we mm-hmm. thought was very fun to do and mm-hmm. easily the most hyped that we were uh, for a podcast as well so that was yeah glad you guys liked it yeah yeah people found it uh found it informative which is awesome i think that was the main goal but then a lot of uh, nice comments about our interviewing uh questions and that stuff which is good because we are definitely novices <laughs> about that uh <laughs> but on on that sort of topic we do have some other guests in plan some kind of high level guest as well you would call it um so yeah i mean we're we're planning to do more podcasts like that hopefully since you guys like that much we'll we'll definitely try to get them out to you guys pretty soon i think we have two guests that we're pretty excited to do decently soon but uh we'll see we'll see with all that with the details uh but yeah that's uh obviously a fantastic thing not now more back to a normal style episode um but yeah that's uh that's uh, that for the Blanco episode. A couple of things just wanted to touch on uh, before. Uh, the uh, <laughs> a thing that happened on Instagram that I, I haven't talked to you about yet, Lad, because I've been uh, been waiting to mm-hmm. do this here, actually. The uh, Three Amigos oh, yeah. Cigar Club. A lot of people might know them yes. on Instagram. Uh, they're doing a massive go- giveaway for 10K, just as we did. Um, theirs is even bigger than ours, though. 10 boxes of Cuban cigars, some of them being regional edition boxes and like a Cohiba Siglo 6 box uh, and then a bunch of accessories from the famed massive and, uh, you know, well-established accessory company Elie Bleu from France, uh, which is awesome. They're always, they're already, I mean, they're such kind people. You remember they sent us some cigars, lad. <laughs> I'm sure you yeah, didn't forget. Course. they sent us some really good stuff i mean they're just uh they just always want to give back to the community and now they're obviously opening up their hearts and i guess humidors and wallets to do this massive giveaway which is awesome to see but something heartbreaking someone uh apparently or instagram themselves found the picture and uh, were somehow uh i guess offended by it (laughs) i don't (laughs) understand how really but it got reported either by like instagram themselves flagged it or some user with malicious intent i don't know why someone would do that but uh, it got taken down which is really disheartening to see uh but i was surprised about that because i when i i was talking to aj a lot who's uh, the main guy behind three amigos about this and we were like oh but we did a massive giveaway and ours was really big uh i mean just with the response on it like it reached so many people so i was like how the hell did this get taken down in the first few hours um 
and there's tons of giveaways all the time but basically he sent me some of the details behind this and instagram in like i think may 30th or something so decently recently this year uh, they have a new policy now so they're getting even stricter on tobacco content um yeah so they're not allowing giveaways like this at all so that's basically something i just wanted to mention here and talk to you about a lot because we're not we're not going to be able to do another giveaway like this i mean we're just not going to be able to do it so extremely sad and like disheartening to hear because yeah it's it's literally just people want to give back to the community Mm -hmm. and like gifting this not like they're not selling it keep in mind like they're just giving it away which is so yeah extremely bad for like the community and everything where which is has such a presence now like it's yeah it's it's so mind-boggling i don't understand it (laughs) but it yeah and uh, i was just uh, disappointed did it not come up again yeah so i mean they kind of reposted it but they're they weren't allowed to discuss any of the details so they can't even talk about it being i mean basically they wrote like our giveaway hashtag if you know you know like because it was out mm-hmm. up for a few hours so some people but but, but like they, they have no buzz on this thing at, at all now yeah if you look at the post there's like no people it has like 600 likes after a day which is yeah, nothing so for shit. a giveaway and like um basically no one's seeing it and they had to like gift wrap all of the boxes so you can't tell so if if you haven't if you hadn't seen it before you have no idea what it is and they're not allowed to mm-hmm. disclose anything uh but another sad thing is that they they, they did an appeal to Instagram when it got taken down. And then basically Instagram said no. And they were like, if you do stuff like this again, we can delete your account. Instagram oh basically goodness. threatened it. So I think the end is nigh a lot. I think, I mean, I don't think Instagram is going to be a sustainable platform for that much longer with tobacco because they're just going so much against it. Yeah. Uh, in con- in conjunction with this, I talked to Ralphster as well, Ralphster91, a big Instagram account. And he said that he got an, a notification. He even sent me the screenshot from Instagram uh that that uh, a lot of his videos had been restricted due to uh, due to uh, law, like tobacco laws and stuff so basically he he has like caps on his engagement rates now so like barely anyone can see his posts god there is, so, yeah that's extremely dark to hear and yeah i mean something that you that you want to continue and grow and spread like on social social media like we've talked about that so many times the uh, the potential and power it has to mm-hmm. be able to connect with people and now it's just just putting obstacles in the way of it it's yeah i mean everything's going social media now and and then we, we can't proceed with a hobby like this it's yeah it's yeah. tragic it is really tragic i and i, I wonder how long left we have lot uh, on the platform uh, i mean i don't think it's going to be within like the next year maybe that they're going to mm-hmm. move that much faster like uh, but i think in a few years they, they probably won't allow like tobacco yeah. accounts which is a crazy yeah, thing because, heading in that way because i've seen a lot of accounts selling illicit drugs and it's not like weed or whatever which is legal in the states but I, i've seen some some instagram accounts sometimes spam accounts and stuff like pop up that are selling like i don't even know pills and stuff that i, mm-hmm. I i've seen it on ours and i've always reported that stuff because if anyone's like selling it and it's yeah. coming on spam for us but uh, some of these accounts instagram haven't taken down They've, i've gotten the message like we've reviewed whatever and they didn't take it down but like they're mm-hmm. they're taking down people doing cigar giveaways like yeah. It's like Jose Blanco said, cigar smokers are really, <laughs> really prosecuted and discriminated mm-hmm. against. It's uh, pretty, pretty tragic. Yeah, exactly. But it's all, yeah, it's, it's such a, like a lazy discrimination as well from, mm-hmm. uh, from 
all parts that are trying to hinder cigars because like we've discussed it's just botching cigars together with cigarettes and thinking and not even having the yeah the energy or anything to to yeah like tell that they're completely different yeah. things so it's just laziness yeah. pretty much yeah and yeah yeah pretty sad news pretty sad news i guess uh the only other thing to touch on here move on from that is some new cigar <laughs> stuff i mean we got a bunch of um new cigars uh in from miami from our friend manny who was traveling there which yes. is awesome you can actually see everything I, I did put a story up on it uh i'm pretty bad at like the constant pushing so like I, i'll do one thing like and then i'll just post mm-hmm. it once because i hate the spam style thing but i did a if you go on our website stojilads.com which you pr- guys probably already know about uh, on the f- homepage, you can scroll down and see i made a spreadsheet where i'm cataloging cataloging at least i did for all my cigars because i don't know what rubens is maybe if he wants to do it i don't know he can but um for all the cigars i have i put it on the catalog uh there in a sp- in a spreadsheet so you can actually see everything we have uh, so if you guys, you know, if there's anything you want us to review that you see there, you can reach out, which is kind of my main idea about that. And if there's something you don't see there and you want to send it to us, obviously you can do that too. Uh, but mainly if there's something you want us to review, you can check it out there. Uh, but we got a yeah. bunch of cool stuff from, from the U.S. lot, which is fucking awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very excited for that. You're, you have that stash for me right now back in Stockholm. Yeah, right Once here. I can uh, come, come up and visit again. Yeah, I have like 40 cigars for you that are just waiting. You're taking up all my humidity <laughs> space lot. I like that. <laughs> but yeah, I've gone through some of them. Just like stuff like Padron that we can't even get here. It's it's insane. Mm-hmm. And then a new, a new regional edition for Sweden's coming out, which is something we're really excited about. October 1st, yeah. that new Ramon Ayones King of North, not misspeaking. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Very delicate there, lad. It's With like a correct. double Robusto, which <laughs> yeah. is um, which is something that it's a really cool Vitola, so we'll, we'll be looking out for that. Uh, there was no like launch event here in Stockholm that we went to. There were some in Gothenburg, whatever. But yeah, yeah. just looking forward to that. But yeah, let's mm. let's turn this somber uh, somber uh, vibe. Yeah, it's let's dark do here a, quickly. <laughs> let's do a what's in your glass, huh? Let's do a, a go back to the classic slide. What what are you drinking here? Um, today, let's take a little sip of that first, but it's, it's nothing more than a really cold iced tea I have here, here with me today. I, um, iced tea? Oh, okay. I am, yeah. Not, not a Long Island iced tea, not a Tokyo iced tea or anything like that. It's, uh, <laughs> alcohol free. Um, but, um, yeah, I just felt, pour myself a nice cold glass here that, um, I've, I've been, uh, I've had a bit of alcohol in this recent month because of the initiation period here in Lund so I decided to step away from that for a second yeah and you're studying uh, how about you this Carl? Week, huh? what are you drinking yeah exactly uh, I'm going for a, a scotch here something we had together actually uh, oh, yeah. a very much a classic I haven't had this on the podcast yet I realized and I wanted to have some before the bottle runs out uh, but this is a Glenfiddich 15 uh, a lot of people. I mean, this is like one of the most famous brands of Scotch, Glenfiddich. Yeah. Um, uh, classic space side. Uh, this is their 15 year old, so 15 year aged. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, so yeah, it's it's both uh, bourbon, new oak, and sherry cask. But I remember telling you this a lot, but I just wanted to say it really quickly here. What's cool about this 
15-year uh, whiskeys that it's their Solera cask, quote-unquote. So what they do is they mix the 15-year-old whiskey. And then every 15 years, they empty half, half of the cask um, and then put in new whiskey, let that age for yeah. 15 years and empty half of it. So in theory, there's whiskey in here that's decades and decades and decades old because they never fully mm-hmm. empty it. Um, but I mean, obviously, the majority is younger, but, you know, it's it's not all 15. It's it's a minimum of 15 and a lot of older whiskey. So it's a pretty yeah. cool, uh, pretty cool theory. What are your tasting notes in your iced tea line that's while I sip this? Uh I just wanted to quickly say that when you brought that up, I, the, the first thing I thought about was like, you know how a sourdough kind of uh, culture, you know, that you never mm. let that die. You just you just always kind of uh, keep it going so uh, that like you have sourdough that's that's hundreds of years or I don't know how old they can be. But really, that, that's what I thought about immediately. Yeah. <laughs> but um, the tasting, notes, you know, it's a it's a lemon lemon iced tea. So it's pretty straight up lemon. Citrus notes, maybe even. Give me some. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> orange peel. Mm. Uh, there's no orange peel in this, but this is just so caramelly and fruity. I mean, you might remember it a lot, but it's just such an easy sipper. It's insane. Yeah. How how easy this is. I do. Down. And I was recently at a uh, dinner uh, that my friend had because he recently moved into a new apartment. And uh, then for dessert, he did bring out a uh, Glenfiddich bottle. Uh, I don't mm. think it was the 15 years, but it was. Was some, it green? Uh, some, yes, it was. Then it's the 12. I That's think. a classic. If it was it a green been, bottle, yeah, like yeah. even the glass is green on the 12. Yeah. That's a classic. That's yeah, a good but, one. Yeah, though. exactly. I had some of that. Nice. Nice. All right, Lyle, let's go even more, even more positive. Now, do you want to introduce the topic? Because this is going into a little bit of dream world here. We can fantasize about some nice... Things. Exactly. Do you want to introduce the topic here, lad? Of course. Yes. So today we're going to be talking about the top eight places that uh, we would like to visit uh, to smoke a cigar or just iconic places, cigar locations, really. Mm-hmm. Um, that can be everything from uh, like festivals, uh, lounges, uh, factories and tobacco farms. So yeah, we're going to go through a bit of that list that we've brought out. So we have four each here to discuss. And mm-hmm. um, yeah, some... Some of them are really, really special, and mm-hmm. some of them like that are pretty much impossible for us, I'd say, yeah. to get to. But uh, but some of them are definitely in our um, in our sights. And some of them we've been at lots. So do you want to start the exactly. with the first one <laughs> or one of them? Absolutely, we've been at. <laughs> I'll, <laughs> yeah. I'll kick off with that, and that is uh, James J. Fox in London. Um, we were there in October 2018. We mm. actually went to London to watch uh, NFL when uh, they have three games a year that are there. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we had like obviously uh, looked up some uh, spots that we were going to visit for cigars when we were there. Mm. And um, and of course we had to go to JJ Fox because yeah. I don't know I don't know if many people knows but uh, JJ Fox is the the world's oldest. Um, or world's first like cigar merchant mm-hmm. um, that sold cigars and uh, dates back to like the late 1700s and Damn. they've had customers like Sir Winston Churchill, Oscar Wilde, mm. British and foreign royalty, and of course Carl and Ruben of the Stogie Lads. But I'm not sure why that <laughs> wasn't written on the website. <laughs> Good luck. <laughs> but uh, it's it's not only a shop uh, slash a lounge. They even have um, a museum there. Um, mm, right. In the, you kind of like walk down to the basement where um, Churchill used to visit uh, to order his cigars and purchase them. And uh, you can actually sit in his chair that he 
he himself sat at. Um, yeah, that was really cool. When he was, when he came to visit, and um, and obviously they have this beautiful lounge one uh, one floor up, which we were just so extremely because we didn't actually think that we were gonna yeah get to smoke a cigar there, which was the the whole thing. We we just walked in, uh, walked into the humidor, saw the museum, and then they when we had bought the cigar, they're like, oh, do you want to smoke this now or? Like, yes, if he's going to cut it, and we're like, <laughs> yeah, maybe. And I was like, yeah, you guys can just head upstairs. And that's, and that was just one of the best. Oh, yeah, yeah. still my favorite cigar experience to this day. 100%. So we felt like we needed to, to include that in this list for anyone who hasn't been there. Yeah, beautiful walk in humidor. And like you say, I don't know, the place just felt so premium. Here in Sweden, you can't smoke indoors. And like the only place you can has mm. a big lounge, but it's like two exclusives as private members. I just assume there's no way any random like kid can walk into yeah, JJ yeah. Fox and smoke exactly. there. Exactly. They were so accommodating. Do you remember what you smoked, Lod? Do you remember what you had? Uh, did we not have the same thing? I remember what I had, but I, 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 I don't like, know if, if you... I had, had a Kidose... Okay. Uh, Coronas um, Claro. Yeah, Coronas Claro, exactly. Same here, yeah, yeah. That's before yeah. they were uh, relaunched. So this is with the old old band. So yeah. that was cool. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, such a great experience. And Definitely. to and to add to it, like, uh, it, it, why, I mean, like you said a lot, it, it has a great museum, which is just cool to see some old cigar artifacts. There was like, a, I, remember, I remember some letter from Churchill on like a huge order of cigars that was sent, like one that mm-hmm. was written with a typewriter. Yeah uh from churchill and then um the lounge itself is beautiful it's on uh is it regent street i forgot what it's called now but it's a really nice high-end street in london yeah there's like big windows um and it's a very nice fresh i mean it's not like an old uh it's an old building but like it's very fresh and like the night mm-hmm. the furniture is beautiful mm-hmm. and there's like a whole a little bar but it, there's no alcohol because i don't think that's legal in the uk but there's like no, a exactly. coffee machine there's sparkling water to take from a fridge yeah. there. i mean it's just all free as well just yeah, nice exactly. accommodations which is incredible yeah. so worth it to go mm-hmm. there so so worth it oh yeah definitely uh, going back for sure in this life mm-hmm all right uh so that yeah that that one if that one's pretty accessible for people in europe i'd say for people to go to uh so Mm -hmm. keeping it sort of on an accessible uh scale uh i'll go with cohiba atmosphere location so a lot of people might not have heard of this i I, it's kind of under the radar uh but for those people that don't know i mean habanos who make all cuban cigars they also are in charge of all the distribution and all that stuff uh which is not the case for a lot of other cigar companies uh habanos actually have their own distributors in every country and then those distributors distribute to officially licensed shops basically so to be a uh, like a cuban cigar retailer you have to kind of pass a sort of standard uh, and you have a few levels of this. So the lowest is an Abanos point. Uh, so if you've seen, even here in Sweden, you can go to like smaller tobacco shops that have some Cuban cigars, often in like a tiny little desktop humidor on like the stand. And those places just pass for an Abanos point. And that's very easy to pass. Uh, then there's an Abanos specialist, which most bigger s- sort of cigar dedicated shops are Abanos specialists. Then next level is La Casa Labano, which most people know about the La Casa Labanos. Uh, and they're very big shops. Uh, they you know, they, they have to sell pretty much only, uh, yeah, you can only sell Habanos cigars there at La Casa Labano. So you can't go into a La Casa Labano and buy like Davidoffs and stuff like that, uh, which you can at other uh, levels. Uh, you need to have like walk-in humidors. You need to have 
a lounge if it's legal and all that stuff at the La Casa Labano. And there are actually hundreds, uh, I think 140 La Casa Labanos in the world. But then there's this other level of thing called a Cohiba atmosphere. And the reason I guess it's not that known is that there, there are 140 La Casa Labanos, and those are pretty exclusive already. I mean, if you've gone to La Casa Labanos, they're nice, nice places. And there are hundreds upon thousands of other Abanos points and Abanos specialists. But the Cohiba atmosphere, there's actually only 13 locations in the entire world. Mm-hmm. And these are obviously, they're, they're La Casa Labano in terms of their, you know, what they have. They have all the Cuban cigars. They have to have everything. Uh, but upon that, they also have to have a certain standard in terms of the accommodation uh, stuff. So it, here's where it gets really exclusive because these places have to have... Mm-hmm. Uh, they have to have a certain level of bar and some of these bars are incredible where they're actually they're so high level that like big companies like Balvini who's a big scotch company they've sponsored the whole bar at the Bangkok Cohiba atmosphere uh, some of them even have hot couture, uh, cuisine so like they even have uh, high level uh, like food like really you know I, I don't even know what to call it like mm-hmm. three star food like like incredible food that that's paired with the cigars and all that stuff they have to i mean these are luxurious luxurious places and they have to have all these cigars a lot of them even have special stuff so they have these like special jars they have the special uh they have the special releases like the uh like casa Habana releases they have the special regionals they have tons of crazy stuff so you'll be able to find really rare Cuban cigars there, which is awesome. But you'll also be able to smoke in beautiful locations. If you Google some of these lounges, the Bangkok mm-hmm. one, the Hong Kong one, it's incredible. Uh, the only problem is it's kind of hard to go. Uh, so there, there are uh, Beijing, Cancun, Shanghai, Kuwait, Pudong, Buenos Aires, Bangkok, Antwerp, and Prague. Uh, as well as Hanoi and one in uh, Havana as well. So a lot of them are in Asia because of the uh, because of the smoking regulations. They're much more lenient there. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's yeah. So it's not that easy to go to. Sorry, do you want to say something, lad? <laughs> it looked like you had no, a question. Yeah, no, yeah, no, yeah. I did because uh, I I think I just recently saw that. Uh, isn't there one in Belgrade as well? Or that might be. Yeah, I'm not sure. But uh, anyway, anyway, for mm, us, maybe. it's not that far. Maybe there's a new one. Anyway, yeah. Maybe there's but, an even uh, But a a trip to to Prague isn't that far from us, at least. Yeah, definitely. Uh, so that yeah. But it's awesome. just amazing to have um, to have a uh, to have a place where I mean, obviously the the selection of Cuban cigars is impeccable. It's really the best you can get. They have everything. The this the sort of area environment is absolute perfection. I mean, they really have to pass a high standard. And just a place where you know that the bar, everything in the bar is is thought of, like every all the selection is thought of in terms of what would go well with a cigar. That's just such a cool idea to me. Uh, and then obviously some yeah. of them even have the food that matches the cigars. That's just really cool. To go to a place where you know everything just revolves around the cigar is, uh, is brilliant. So hopefully we can go one day. And if you guys Google, I think there's actually a... They have their own wine. They have their own Rioja wine, Cohiba Atmosphere wine that those places sell. Mm-hmm. They come in these black and gold sleek bottles. Yeah, so that's really, really cool. Okay, so yeah, Cohiba cool. Atmosphere. If yeah. we have any uh, people that live in any of those locations that we said, can highly recommend yeah. if you want Cuban cigars. Cool. Nice. Yeah, uh, I I know that Prague, uh, when I was like looking around for um, cigar lounges, it seems like Prague has a few that are pretty like high mm-hmm. quality so uh, that might be our might have to be our next destination as well yeah they're very lenient with but, smoking uh, there speaking the of Republic another 
yeah exactly that must be it yeah but uh speaking of another destination uh, this one is uh at a fixed spot because it's actually uh, the one i'm going to talk about now is the abanos festival uh and mm. obviously for a cigar th- enthusiast a trip to vanna sometimes under in their mm-hmm. life has to be inevitable uh, yeah. and like what better way to to make this trip to havana than to actually visit the world-renowned Havana's festival this is a mm-hmm. week-long event with the tours of the tobacco plantations uh, factories such as la corona and partagas uh, the latter being one of the actual icons of the city and just really symbolizes havana as like a city and uh, the history and everything there and um well i haven't even mentioned the cigars yet but um uh, but of course all the prestigious like cuban brands are there offering tastings mm-hmm. of the newest vitolas and lines um and with i think last year um obviously the one 2021 uh, was canceled but the one last year mm-hmm. uh they had like evenings dedicated to specific brands where they had like bolivar one night and uh, monte cristo midweek yeah yeah um and then throughout this whole week capping it off at the end with like a black tie dinner event with a with live mm-hmm. auction of all these cigars that you've gotten to see during the, the whole week uh so i mean this is this is obviously something that where you also gather a bunch of uh cigar smokers and like-minded people which is so cool to yeah. uh, to do as well because we've been talking about uh having we haven't gone to the chance to smoke with that many people other than us and yeah, some herfs and virtual herfs. Yeah, you know, yeah, um, yeah. That that being in a spot with so many cigar smokers uh, would mm-hmm. would feel so strange and cool because yeah, when you when you walk around smoking a cigar in Stockholm or something, you you feel like the odd one out, not the one in a, included in a group really. So mm-hmm. um, so I think that would be a very cool experience. And then not even to talk about just like other than cigars, the festival itself includes like a real just like dive into cuban culture with yeah. uh with the food and live music and drinks the mm. cuban rum and all that mm. culture as well getting the entire feel and everything around cigars as well and one last note about that is especially for americans which uh, first of all is very close obviously uh but mm. you can also bring back uh cuban sticks to the u.s uh when you go there so yeah um, yeah uh, definitely a i think a worthwhile trip pretty expensive i think but yeah um, i think it's about 1500 yeah. bucks uh, yeah exactly and i don't think you get much more than just the festival pass for that i think you still have to pay for your accommodation and that stuff so it is kind of a pricey mm-hmm. thing and i've heard it's it, this one's kind of a bit of a high roller thing uh, where a lot of it is centered around their auctions. If you Google these auctions, they're pretty famous because they make special edition humidors. Uh, you know, sometimes they make unique one of one humidors with a bunch of crazy cigars in there just for that festival, and they auction them off. Uh, and they, go, I mean, they go up to hundreds of thousands of US yeah, dollars. Exactly. So it's pretty nuts. But I, I think you can still enjoy it if you don't have that much cash because there's like the farm visits mm-hmm. and the factory visits you talked about. So yeah, yeah. It just sounds like a dream thing. Uh, so I'll, yeah, exactly. I think I'll stay. Uh, I'll stay with uh, with um, Havana with this one, uh, since you you're already there for the festival. If you're staying a mm-hmm. day after, you might want to find another mm-hmm. place to smoke when the festival's over. Uh, so I guess I'd say I, I actually looked for, at a bunch of different places. I wanted to say Hotel Nacional, uh, the famous hotel there is pretty uh, pretty good 
for uh, for smoking, uh, as well as uh, the Kempinski. I think there's a few famous hotels, but the one that really I, uh, I I fell for the most after you know when reading about all these places was the uh, the La Casa de Labano in Old Havana, or at the which is actually it's called the Partagas Cigar Lounge. Uh, and there's like, yeah, it, 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 there's incredible service. But the funny thing kind of with Cuba is that they have incredible stock there. And I know that from a bunch of people traveling there, they have a bunch of like regional editions. They have like often they have Bejiques even available there, uh, which is kind of funny. I guess they, they want to promote the tourism even more and having all these rare cigars. But there's some crazy, crazy rare cigars that are available in Havana when you go. So it's not like they just, you know, they, they export everything and try to get rid of everything. And when mm-hmm. you get there, it's kind of barren. Uh, so if you go, especially to this La Casa La Habana, you have some, I mean, the lounge is incredible. It's like right in the middle of Havana, in, in old Havana. So it is a beautiful old uh, building. So it's kind of his must-see for, you know, even if you don't mm-hmm. love cigars. Uh, but it's, it's a huge scale place as well. And it has an incredibly r- rare collection of cigars stocked in the humidor. Uh, and I mean, tons of the cigars in the cabinet there apparently will not be found anywhere else in the world. So you can go there, you can smoke some of the rarest Cuban cigars there are and enjoy them in a beautiful, you know, classic location. So that that to me seemed like the place to go if you mm-hmm. uh, if you want to smoke in, in Havana. Nicely done. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'll just keep going man, with another festival here because um mm. Besides the Habanos Festival, outside of Cuba, you have the Pro Cigar Association Festival in uh, in the Dominican Republic, which is uh, this one. It is yeah, seems like this is the one that I was thinking about when I talked about having our sights on something here, lad. Yeah. Um, yeah. Because well, um, this festival, first of all, is uh, held in February. It's also about like a week long event, and Pro Cigar is big. Uh, big company that has a bunch of brands under its uh, portfolio such as like La Aurora, General Cigar, Dominicana which in turn mm-hmm. uh, include Macanudo, CEO and um, and then of course you have Arturo Fuente as well. This is just to name a few because there's so yeah. many brands here and <laughs> take up a lot of time talking about them. Um, but the festival itself um, offers a variety of events similarly to like I talked about the Abanos Festival but here you have you also have these like cigar field and factory tours um, where you get to smoke new and even unreleased cigars, which is really awesome. Um, you have premium cigar cigars during all activities that you can smoke, admission to all dinner parties, yeah. um, the dinner parties, which include a premium open bar as well. And um, mm. yeah, just seminars as well and workshops. So it's, it's, really, it's really a place where... Um, where I think you would really dive deeply into cigar knowledge and cigar mm-hmm. and cigars. I think going there and leaving there, you um, you've done the most with your cigar hobby. Like you, yeah. you've brought it to another level, pretty much. Yeah, uh, and this is even speaking without we even have gone there. Um, mm-hmm. But um, yeah, yeah, it sounds incredible. I mean, from from people with experience of actually going there. Mm-hmm. This one seems to be where you get your money's worth. Whereas the yeah. Abanos Festival is you because you, you have like a set amount of cigars you get, so you pay your ticket and you already know how many cigars you're gonna get, and it's a little bit more stingy. And it's this is kind of where the contrast between you know 
the the communistic Cuba, which is a lot more restrained. Mm-hmm. They're trying to maximize intake from this festival. They're trying to get as much money in as possible. And this pro cigars, I mean, these are companies that are come together. So these are private companies. Yeah. So these companies can give out how many cigars they want. So they're basically just handing cigar, cigars out all the time. And uh, according to, again, Manny, who, who, who's been there, mm-hmm. you get more than your money's worth of cigars. I mean, you, you can walk away with hundreds of cigars from this place, from the factory tours, from the dinners, before every dinner you get like a huge stash of cigars you can you yeah. can you can just say you and before the dinners you can just go hmm, i just want to smoke these tonight and then you can check in the others and just pick them up after so yeah. you just you're just getting so many cigars and so much stuff at this place where it's it, this one's a little bit more for the people another cool cool thing about this one is all the all the guides and all that stuff is like ruben said it's with the gurus of the cigar industry so the people of the factories are leading it th- itself where the Abanos one, it's a little more hidden because no one really knows who's behind these brands in mm-hmm. in Cuba. So this one's really more, a little more accessible, I guess is, yeah. is the word for yeah, it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. All right, I'm going to move on to uh, not a festival, uh, but another location. So mine, mine are a little more uh, lo- specific location vibes. Yeah. Uh, but this is uh, the Grand Havana Room in uh, New York City. Uh, so this is really this is the creme de la creme in terms of lounges and this is more of a dream one for a couple of reasons first and foremost it's closed now and it's been closed for about a year Uh, it's probably going to open up in 2022 again Uh, but the whole building where it's in is uh, under construction like huge renovation Uh, but it's an amazing uh, location in manhattan overlooking the skyline uh, the only issue, I guess, is <laughs> or not the only issue in minor detail. It's co- extremely elitist. It's invite only, uh, and this is um, Rudy Giuliani, the disgraced former uh, uh, yeah. former <laughs> governor of New York or mayor. What was he? I, I can't remember. But uh, mm-hmm. he was a f- free. He frequented this place. I know Arnold Schwarzenegger's gone to this place a lot. Uh, it's it's very elitist, but this is basically the dream lounge. It's a huge floor in New York City. You've got those like high ceilings, you know, with arches and uh, like mahogany covered wood everywhere. It's like leather furniture. It's all just extremely luxurious. I mean, really the the yeah. epitome of like a luxurious lounge where it feels like you're in a dream world almost. Uh, so it's just a beautiful location. They have extremely rare cigars there as well. There's a lot of pre-embargo crazy stuff apparently at this place. Oh, wow. Amazing bar, amazing food. One of the only places where you can like, I think... It was probably the only place in New York City before it closed where you could like smoke, eat and drink at the same place at the same time because it's a private lounge. They could do anything there. Uh, And obviously, since it's so, you know, elitist, they have amazing chefs and all that stuff. So that's just a ridiculous, ridiculous. I mean, classic lounge look, iconic place. Mm -hmm. Uh, So. I mean, if you know if you know anyone in Hollywood, I guess maybe you could get in and let us know. <laughs> uh, but just to let let you know, the Grand Havana Room, because that's been around forever as well. Uh, so it's it's very much iconic. It's it's good to know about just because it's such an iconic piece of cigar history. Yeah, I guess something you could really like when imagining a cigar lounge is something that you this is something mm-hmm. that's created straightly mm-hmm. out of that imagination. Um. Yeah. To continue, uh, I have the Chateau de la Fuente, which is mm. actually uh, one of the sites included in the Pro Cigar Festival, um, uh, which is this Fuente factory. But I, uh, I thought this was such a 
or we thought this was such a standalone shout out. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so worth it to to bring it up as it's uh, as an own visit. And um, of course, there are many like factories worth visiting. And um, like I earlier mentioned, uh, Cuba's most famous factory, Fabrica Partigas. Uh, but only Fuente is Fuente, right, lad? Um, <laughs> so, so we brought this one up. And uh, so Chateau de la Fuente is uh, where the uh, wrapper tobacco for Opus X is grown and where the most premium lines of Fuentes are rolled. Uh, so it's, um, yeah, it's a very unique place and factory where um, each room or each, uh, sorry, each line that is being rolled by the rollers there is in a specific room in the factory uh, where the, uh, mm. the entire room is decorated and designed to match that theme of uh, just that line being rolled. Um, and to just be mm. able to smoke a cigar while walking through all these different rooms uh, and yeah, where the rollers are producing and smoking cigars themselves um, would be uh, an experience above any other and just see the exactly the the aging room that uh, fuente has uh, obviously they're known for for aging their cigars a bit before releasing them to the market or yeah as many other uh, cigar companies outside of mm-hmm. cuba are but you're just taking a stroll also through that aging room to see all these uh, yeah these finished rolled cigars are but resting until they they have the the sufficient amount of aging mm-hmm. um would be such a cool experience it's incredible yeah and we've heard from someone who's been there as well again manny he's getting a lot of shout outs mm-hmm. here but um <laughs> yeah you get to see unreleased stuff you get to see stuff mm-hmm. that you know was never released you get to see just stuff they're playing around with they have like a whole they have a whole wall uh and people in our discord got to see some pictures when he went they have a whole wall of stuff which is just kind of their joke cigars that they've just rolled for fun and there's like little football sized football cigars they're you know (laughs) meter long culebras that look like genuine snakes and there's just crazy cool stuff Uh, and you just get to smoke cigars off the rollers table there you just you just handed cigars all the time just looks like an incredible place and it it's just beautiful as well it's probably the most be- yeah. I mean, it is the most beautiful cigar factory i've ever seen in my life how mm-hmm. how clean and modern and beautiful it is it's just incredible so yeah yeah, yeah. Incre- incredible experience uh i'm gonna end it off then with the last one the eighth and this is kind of an unknown one that i've kind of uh, heard about recently uh, this is a hotel, actually, uh, and this is called the Chedi, the Chedi Andermatt. So this is actually in the Swiss Alps in the city of Andermatt. Uh, and this is, you know, the, the hotel is beautiful. Um, the, it's, it's a super, super luxury hotel. Um, so, it's, yeah, it's a gorgeous hotel in the Alps. That Swiss cabin style, uh, just beautiful looking five star hotel. But uh, they have an incredible cigar library which they, they call it a cigar library they have a wine library as well uh, it's just an incredible place in general but this is a first I, it's both a gorgeous lounge with that you know classic leather armchair and you know glass mm-hmm. walls and you know it's just a beautiful looking lounge modern and gorgeous but it's their selection of cigars which is actually incredible it's the largest selection of cigars of any hotel in the world uh, they have 800 different cigars uh, some of the most exotic corners i've seen some pictures from this on instagram i've seen some people some of the uh, richer influencers unlike us that have been there uh, and i've seen the <laughs> stuff they have and it's i mean they just they have 
openly they just have you know cuban davidoffs just like laying i mean boxes of it as if it's like any line yes. that you can find nowadays yeah so sick pre-embargo stuff uh, you can get any limited edition limit like cuban limitada from any year as if it's nothing uh, i mean obviously these things come to come for a price but the cool thing is they have all the other stuff you can find like brick house in, those are like eight seven eight dollar cigars you can find that kind of stuff you can you can buy literally everything so they have pretty much every single cigar you can think of uh which is absolutely incredible and there's yeah walk-in humidor and then a smoking lounge uh so and what's cool about it is that they they claim that you know the hotel offers almost all cigars at normal retail prices so it's not the whole thing is about getting a really good experience uh and i think they have an instagram at the chedi c-h-e-d-i cigar circle at the chedi cigar circle you can see some of the pictures uh obviously a lot of spirits and beautiful stuff but just i i I love the vibe of this place uh it just seems like they're they just want to make an incredible incredible cigar experience for you and offer as much as there is i mean imagine just i don't know skiing in the alps for a bit taking in the views uh coming in for a for a cigar (laughs) after ski where you just get some nice drinks and drop a a hundred bucks on a cuban davidoff (laughs) yeah this was uh this was a really good addition to the, to the list because I was thinking also some place where you could just like one place you could go to and pretty much like look through the the menu and just choose pretty much anything that you feel like. Yeah. And uh, something like you said, you can get pre embargoes or anything like that. And um, mm-hmm. yeah, what a spectacular place that looks like. Definitely. Yeah. And this is uh, it seems very unknown. I don't really know how because uh, this was a trend when we were at least when I was googling uh, trying to find inspiration uh, the list just seemed to have the same places recycled I'm sure someone made the original list of like the 10 best lounges in the world but then other magazines just kept mm-hmm. copying the same list over and over the Chetty Adermat seems to be the absolute best selection of cigars prob- almost in the world which is like not a private yeah. members club like the Grand Havana room so yeah, Very exactly. Cool. I uh, I looked through on their even on their um, webpage. You can uh, look at their menu. Yeah, like the cigar menu, which oh, is yeah. a 91, 91 page long PDF or something <laughs> yeah. like that. <laughs> and it's yeah. Uh, yeah, that just got it tickling. So that uh, yeah, I hadn't heard of that place before actually, yeah. and um, looks so yeah like the perfect combination if if you want to go for uh, this. Probably pretty expensive to stay there. But um, yeah, it looked okay though. There, but not 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 horrific. Yeah. But if yeah. you have have the cash, I mean, COVID's almost over, so I hope we gave you guys some travel inspo now. Yeah, uh, some some good uh, good ideas here. This was a lot of fun to make the list to chat with it to you, lad. Certainly nice. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, always fun and always fun to to dream about uh, <laughs> cigars and. Uh, <laughs> it's a I, bit I, of escapism. It was kind of funny because I was uh, I was looking up some to hear some stories about like uh, people's cigar dreams like on Friends yeah. of Habanos and stuff. But when I searched cigar dreams, the only thing I found was literal dreams people were having about cigars. <laughs> like <laughs> we're a sick breed. So kind of, yeah, exactly. Uh, so uh, oh, I wasn't disappointed by the results, but it wasn't what I was looking for. <laughs> Uh, cigar oh, smokers yeah. are a different breed that's that's, <laughs> that's incredible 
Uh, good times lad good times but yeah once again i hope you guys uh, got some inspiration from this uh, if anyone's been at any i mean a lot of these were kind of out of left field but i know some of the guys that we talk about frequently and that listen to the podcast have been to cuba uh, so so maybe one of these places mm-hmm. uh, has been uh, jj fox i'm sure i actually know a lot of the uk guys have been obviously it's yeah. not far from yeah. that but if you guys have been to any of these places uh let us know and if there's any other places that you think we really missed please yeah, let exactly. us know as well that's what I was going to say as well. But mm-hmm. um, otherwise, thanks for uh, tuning in. And um, yeah, we'll yeah. see you guys in the next Have a good one. one. Yeah, cheers, guys. Cheers. <laughs>